sunny Mission District, the corner of 21st in Florida. Keep on listening. One man has been going ahead very steadily, Girling Foss. And we're here in the British pit, and Girling's just floated in, drifted in. Uh, how, how's the race going, Girling? Well, uh, the old genie's been shedding oil on the road, of course, making driving a bit dodgy. I wish he'd lost the oil in the water, because it's coming up quite rough now, and the, the germs are so low, you see, they get under the waves. They've got a great deal of submarine experience, of course, behind them, and it, I suppose it's helped. But I've got to time that water splash very carefully now, especially as there's a couple of fishing boats sheltering there, you know. The weather's coming up very nasty, and you've somehow got to get in between them. <clears throat> Have you seen anything on your last lap? Yes, well, I bet uh, Outbow's hopping mad, you know, since uh, Von Grips got involved in the nets down there. He got, uh, got just a little bit too close to one of the fishing boats, and he's down there now. Uh, and, of course, uh, in that position he's in, it's very difficult for him to do anything about it. He can't move. The fishermen are helping, and that automatically disqualifies him anyway, because he must not accept help of that kind. Uh, Fandango's in trouble, too. Oh, really? We didn't know that? Yes, um, down in the Esses, he took the escape road and crossed the Spanish frontier. Of course, he hasn't got a passport on him. They want to travel as light as possible. And those, I can tell you from experience, those boys can be nasty. If you haven't got your passport, well, it may be two or three days before he's free. How's our own Bill Dill? Uh, he hasn't come round again. We've been waiting for him. Well, Bill Dill did very well, but um, he stripped a gear in the tunnel, and as he's only got one gear, I'm afraid he's out. Well, now, uh, Girling, let's talk about you. You're, you're very modest. Uh, well, we're British, you know. We don't much like to talk about ourselves. I'll talk about anybody else. Uh, but you're, you're the only one... You must be the only one left in the race. 
Well, you know, that's the luck of the game. I'm, uh... Oh, do you know my mechanic, Alf Martin? Here he comes. Uh, what's that smell, Alf? Oh, sorry, girling, we've got a lobster in the air scoop. It's broiled by now. It's, uh, delicious. <laughs> but the car's pranged, I'm afraid. Well, can we get it ready in time for Monza? Well, the lobster's ready now. Well, with girling Foss out of the race, the... The last element of excitement has drained away and a strange stillness has settled over the course as the restless crowd begins slowly to disperse, unwilling to believe that there is to be no result. The only smiling faces are those of the bookmakers who will be leaving for Tangier on the next boat. Well, the spirit of 1906 still evidently pervades this hardest of all Grand Prix. Will any combination of car and driver be able to break the jinx next year and finish? Who can tell what still lies wrapped in the unfathomable womb of time? Men and automobiles are transitory. Only the rock, gaunt sentinel guarding the secrets of bygone ages, uh, as I find I said before, will bear its silent testimony before history and know forever what no man knows today. This has been Barrett Sparks and uh, Roland Thaxter reporting on the second Grand Prix du Rock. Reproduction of all or part of this commentary is expressly forbidden.
Okay, survival on the streets is hard. And sometimes you have someone to teach you, and sometimes you don't. Lessons. Never get into the car with more than one man. Play dumb. If met with resistance, act a nigger. Lie with your body. Back it up with your eyes. Pretend great hurt, but don't cry. Get high, but never unaware. Smile even if you can't stand it. Tell him how good it feels. Fake satisfaction. Do not go into the pocket until he reaches the third level of sleep. <laughs> Never go back to the crime scene. <laughs> Imperial Highway exit home. Eight years ago down the south end, Blood Saw's Barbershop and Jack in the Box Burger Stop, so I'm back again. And don't remember what used to be on the Northeast Main Street corner. It's gas and service now. And on the corner of 112th and San Pedro Streets, I went to junior high in the early 60s. I watched traffic struggle westward under the warm, cloudless July sky, the dog ambling slowly <coughs> along the old railroad tracks. No train has traveled this way in decades. I watched the little black girls go into the old corner market 25 years ago. I watched their eager hands out of and I feel their pleasure as the old Chinese mama pushes the giant deals from the barrel and places them in thin tissue wrappers. I watch them leave the store, peel back the paper, the brine dripping to the sidewalk. They struggle to consume the salty street. Struggle.
Flat Black Plastic is a show you've been listening to on the world-famous MutinyRadio.fm. Keep coming back. See ya. things in life who scream at nothing and everything at the same time who dance till sunup who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow who rival the moon with gravitational force who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck who don't give a fuck who make who do who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs who draw shock and doll on faces graced with watching who create from the soul of an orgasm who swagger even alone in the shower who fight with passion and love with passion and are passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you the night space brings you high time story time every wednesday night from 10 to midnight on mutiny radio Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space, featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time, Volume 1, now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye yeah, on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> 
everybody out there in Mutiny Radio land. Thanks for listening. You were just tuned in to Flat Black Plastic, the best show on mutinyradio.fm. You haven't listened to it. What's wrong with you? You should be listening to it right now, coming up at 2 o'clock. It's Friends with Jennifer. It's going to be a special old Friends with Jennifer as she is in Europe with her mother. How lovely is that? Funeral, believe. Stop all the clocks. Cut off the telephone. Prevent the dog from barking with a juicy bone. Silence the pianos, and with muffled drum, bring out the coffin. Let the mourners come. Let aeroplanes circle moaning overhead, scribbling on the sky the message, he is dead. Put crepe bows round the white necks of the public doves. Let the traffic policemen wear black cotton gloves. It was my north, my south, my east and west, my working week and my Sunday rest, my noon, my midnight, my talk, my song. Thought that love would last forever. I was wrong. The stars are not wanting. Put out every one. Pack up the moon and dismantle the sun. Pour away the ocean and sweep up the wood, for nothing now can ever come.
Welcome to the Weekly Review with Roman. Today it's Friday, December 20th, 2019. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are broadcasting live from Mutiny Radio. We're in San Francisco, and we are on Ohlone land. And one way, a couple ways folks can give back to the land is if you donate to the Shumi land tax, and that's S-H-U-U-M-I land tax. And those are folks in the East Bay. And then also, if you'd like to learn more, you can go to R-A-M-A-Y. T-U-S-H dot com and learn about the Ramaytosh Ohlone folks, people who are still here on the land and learn about the history, a lot of which was not taught. So we have a show. I say we have a show. Sometimes folks say, we've had a great show. And the thing is, I can't predict the future. I feel like I'm in- intuitive. However, I don't know what's going to happen. I think it'll be cool. I always enjoy being here. And it's I've been doing this for a little over six years, which is pretty remarkable. And if you know me, there's not, I guess there's some things I've done for more than six years at a time. However, I feel really passionate about this and I'm grateful for all the listeners out there. Perhaps you're a new listener, perhaps you've been listening for a while. Really grateful for the folks who tune in and all the folks who've been guests on the show and people who've called in. And it's a really amazing opportunity to get to speak to folks. I end up learning so much and it's a reminder of having the face-to-face 
conversations and how much we can learn from one another. I end up doing a lot of listening on the show. I do talk, of course, as well. Sometimes I listen more than talk. And today we'll be, we are planning to have, we have a call scheduled for around 1230. We'll be talking about the action that happened at PG&E, the PG&E headquarters this early Monday morning, this past Monday morning. So looking forward to hearing more information about that. And I do have some news stories. And if you think, wow, if you've listened to the show a lot before and you think I sound very calm, it's because I have a really cute little pup on my lap named Sparrow. Sparrow is no stranger to the radio station. She's been here many times before. Um, when we're walking down, she knows we're going in. And it's really comforting to have a little pup on your lap, especially when going through news that may be triggering and or depressing and frustrating and scary. And then there's a little little pup here, so it's nice. And I'm feeling pretty calm. We'll see what happens when I get to the news, though. I might start sighing and groaning as I usually do. So, oh, what a cutie. You can't see because there's not a camera. Well, there's a. I guess we could always get a camera in here. Start off the show with some music. First off was a cover of the Fleetwood Mac song, The Chain, by the High Women. I heard that this morning on The Current, and I was like, oh, that's a good cover. And then we heard uh, Ravi Shankar's uh, Chance of India, and that was Vandana Trai. And my apologies if I am mispronouncing that, and that's from the Chance of India Ravi Shankar album CD we have here at the station. And I'll be playing that throughout the show. I haven't heard a lot of it. I am being licked on my hand. Okay. <laughs> Um, so that brings me to the first, hi, hi, Sparrow, oh, I'm getting kisses, I'm getting kisses, okay, uh, I did want to speak about a few events, also, I have not been on Facebook for a while, and it's been amazing for my mental health, I assumed this would happen, and it's beyond, and I feel I went back on just to check messages briefly, and I was like, uh, not the messages, but just the format of it and then also just the fact that it's just run by folks who align themselves with uh, white nationalists and to support that I think is for me I just can't do that anymore I'm, I think I'm in the process of I've quit in the past and I've also threatened to quit and I keep on wanting to go and just get my photos and delete my profile and make sure I've got the contact info and that's the main thing is that I appreciate all the contacts I have on there and also as an artist it's easy to network and to, to promote your work and I often think, wow, if Facebook had been any other way, it could have been, I mean, things could be so different if they hadn't sold people's private information, if they hadn't aligned themselves with the state and with law enforcement, if, did I say advertising already? Because that too, if they hadn't uh, taken the side of white supremacists, if they hadn't silenced activists, all of those things. Imagine, yeah. Uh, I think they're also like against nudity, but okay with a lot of violence. Like that's not good. Anyway, I did want to share some uh, sparrows being very playful. Okay, upcoming events that folks can get to, and I recognize I feel distraught a lot of the time recognizing what's happening in the world, and also I want to provide action items and ways that folks can participate, and also. That reminder, I say it for myself as much as anyone, that reminder that there are so many different ways to show up and we all have different abilities and capabilities and sometimes it's good to rest. And there are so many events and so many folks who are organizing that there's always, if you're up for it, there's always gonna be a way that folks can show up. Whether that's going there in person, whether that's spreading the word or sharing information or having conversations with folks. If you happen to have capital, I mention this sometimes. If you happen to have it and can donate to 
grassroots organizations or folks in need. There are so many ways to show up and also just to correct the media narrative. I mean, the, the media, corporate media goes in line with the state and with law enforcement and there's so much misinformation out there. And I feel if the narrative were really on the side of the people, if we could put the truth out there, not that I sound like I'm quoting the X-Files here, but honestly, if we could put the truth out there, the actual of what, what's actually happening to folks, if that narrative was put front and center, then things would shift dramatically. And it's because people are lied to, there's a lot of fear mongering and the wealthy decide to want to keep the rest of us fighting amongst one another for what we think are scraps, even though there's plenty of resources. It's just that there's some folks who hoard them. So what, what can we do? What does one thing I do with this show, or I try to do, is to to share information that might not be heard elsewhere. I'm sure it's heard elsewhere, but just an additional voice. And there's so many different ways to show up and to spread information and knowledge. So I try to do that here. Okay. So I did want to share an event that's happening tomorrow in San Francisco that folks can participate in. And this is California Against CAA. It says uh, California Against the Citizenship Amendment Act opposed CAA and NRC in solidarity with Aligarh Muslim University, Jamia um, Milia or Jamia Milia Islamia University, Assam and Kashmir, and that is happening tomorrow, Saturday, December 21st, from 10 a.m. to noon at the Consulate General of India, which is at 540 Arguello Boulevard in San Francisco. There's a Facebook invite, and this was organized by, just as by Organized South Asians, and that's organized with an S instead of a Z. So if you're in the Bay Area and able to show up, please show up and or share this event with others. There have been protests. Um, there's a lot of protests happening in India. There's protests happening in Toronto. They're happening all around. There are protests happening all around the world. And I've been saying that. It feels weird to say I. People have been saying that. People have been saying that there have been protests. And I want to just share that. And as a reminder, there's happening in, in Chile, all around the world, that folks are organizing and showing up. So I wanted to share that with folks. Okay, so that's one event that's coming up that folks can participate in. And I've got a few news articles here. And I'm going to get to, we've got about 14 minutes or so before we get our caller coming in, calling in. And I am uh, without a computer at the moment, in front of me that is, but I've got a little, I shouldn't say that though, because I've got the phone, which is a computer in itself. So I'm going to bring up some articles here and share, if I might, um, hold on. I guess I'm the one running this thing, so it's really uh, on my timing here. Okay, so I tried to bring up these tabs in advance. I'll start off with uh, folks who are organizing at Google who have been fired, many of whom are queer. And there's someone named uh, Catherine Spears, and you can follow Catherine at, on Twitter, at E-I-A-L-S. And Catherine says, I was fired last week by Google for organizing. All I did was make a pop-up to share the labor notice Google has to share with its workers. Three hours later, management came to my desk, took my phone, laptop, escorted me away. I never got to say goodbye. My story. And so there's a story in medium.com, and I'll read a little bit of this. I've heard a little bit, and I'd like to educate myself more. So Google fires another worker for exercising her rights and protecting coworkers from illegal company retaliation. And this came out on December 16th. 
written by Catherine Spears. Catherine says, my name is Catherine Spears. I was at Google for just under two years. I worked on the platform security team focusing on Chrome's use within Google. Part of my job was to write browser notifications so that my coworkers can be automatically notified of employee guidelines and company policies while they surf the web. I was very good at my job at Go at, I was very good at my job, and Google has acknowledged this. My last three performance reviews have gone four to five stars, strongly exceeds in Google internal language, four to five stars, five to five stars, five to five, five stars, superb in internal language. And to give some context to this, only 2% of Google workers get a five out of five rating each review cycle. Two months ago, when I received five out of five stars, I was also promised, or excuse me, also promoted as part of my role as a security engineer from L2 to L3 in internal Google language. Part of what makes me a great fit for Google is that the company is always telling us to take initiative to deliver high impact work. Recently, Google was forced to post a list of rights that we have in the workplace. So when I heard that Google had hired a union busting firm and started illegally retaliating against my coworkers, I decided to make sure that my coworkers knew about the posting and Catherine says that she created a little notification, only a few lines of code that pops up in the corner of the browser whenever her coworkers visited the Union Busters website or the community guidelines policy. The notification said, Googlers have the right to participate in protected, concerted activities. And I'm going to scroll down a little bit, learning some more about this. And I do recognize they a lot of folks had also been protesting in terms of Google working with the military and folks did not want their work to go to create more weaponry and more harm. And a highlighted piece in here is what I did is entirely consistent with Google's mission of organizing the world's information and making it universally accessible and useful. And it goes down a little bit further more. So yeah, I wanted to share that. And for some reason, I thought that was also going to be along the lines of the other folks who had been fired, although it all comes in when folks speak up sometimes. <sighs> People are retaliated against. Here we go. And so Catherine has also said, I was involved with past organizing at Google. This includes protesting Google developing drones for the military and speaking out against Google's work. Whoops. The one moment. And it was with uh, Customs and Border Patrol. So that was, that was what Catherine shared. And so I wanted to share that with some folks as well. And I apologize for... Uh, This taking a bit longer to get to than I had hoped. I'm going to go back down and con continue reading this. There we go. This includes protesting Google, developing drones for the military, and speaking out against Google's work for CBP. Tech is not immoral. Tech workers, as tech workers, she says, we must take responsibility over the products we build. We cannot let upper management dictate how we use our labor. Google would be a far better firm, smarter and more ethical if workers had more control over what they create. That's what I'm fighting for. And she says, and I don't plan to stop fighting with help from CWA Union. And you can follow them at CWA Union on Twitter. My lawyer filed an unfair labor practice charge yesterday to the NLRB. And 
she has shared that and also yes wanting to encourage all workers to show up and everyone who is a worker has a right to decide what they create so i want to thank catherine as one of the many people who has showed up and spoken out if more workers spoke out then i'd imagine there'd be far less militarism in the world Okay. Next up, and it's this thing where I want to uh, organize things very well, and then sometimes things aren't quite as, I'm not quite on, as on top of it as I had hoped. That's okay, though. Oftentimes, I also begin the show with a rant, and it's disgusting that there's still sweeps happening here in San Francisco. The Coalition on Homelessness is a great org to donate to. Oh, also, if you're in Oakland, that's another thing I wanted to ask folks to do is to donate and show up for Moms for Housing, and it's Moms in the number four housing. And they, today is uh, there's a phone zap to hashtag Save Moms House, and you can also follow them on Twitter for more information. Friday, it's the Wedgwood headquarters. So for folks who don't know, uh, there are, I would imagine everyone must know that there are plenty of folks out there without housing who deserve housing, and there are a lot of empty homes out there, which is ridiculous. There's more empty homes than there are people who need homes. So it should just make sense that folks who need homes should have access to these homes. And so there's a family in Oakland who decided to move into a vacant home, and obviously it improves one's life in in all respects once you have housing if you haven't had it for a while and of course the company that owns the house or says they own the house because who's just you know that's a whole other debate we have to have uh doesn't want them there because it they need to somehow make a profit because they put profit over people like so many companies do and so they've had a the family's had a lot of support and a lot of community groups are looking to challenge this corporation to say why we know that there's a housing crisis so why are they contributing this this family moving into this one house is good for everybody and if you can't see that then I, I, it feels silly that i'm even having to to speak this because it doesn't make it shouldn't even be it shouldn't even be a conversation honestly it should just be a fact that the more everyone is taken care of, the better things will be for everyone. Don't you want a society where folks have what they need? It, it maybe I'm just, it, it's hard for me to even understand folks who would argue against that. And perhaps they haven't been in the position, perhaps they don't think about it, perhaps they're only thinking about profit. And profit never, never helped anybody. So a, there's a phone zap that's happening today for Wedgwood headquarters. 